Welcome back to the LifePoint Drivecast. My name is Cale Boer. I'm the teaching pastor at the Delaware campus. And this past Sunday, we continued on in our studies, uh, our study of the book of Revelation. And uh, we're walking through sort of chapter by chapter here on the Drivecast as well. And right now we're in chapter 11, uh, verses 1 through 14. I'm not going to read all of it to you, but I'll summarize. Uh, John says that he was given a measuring rod like a staff and was told to rise and measure the temple of God and the altar of those who worship there. And then it goes on to say uh, that God will grant authority to these two witnesses uh, who will prophesy. And and they prophesy to those who dwell on the earth. Uh, They prophesy about the victory of Christ uh, as people attack them. They uh, declare plagues on the earth. It's somewhat reminiscent of what's happening uh, in the Exodus against uh, the Egyptians. But it says in verse 7, it gets kind of shocking. It says, when they have finished their testimony, these two witnesses, which... Maybe real people, but I think more likely symbolic of the church's role to witness for Christ and proclaim the victory of Christ. It says, when they finish their testimony, the beast that rises from the bottomless pit will make war on them and conquer them and kill them, which is shocking. (laughs) It seems like that's not how that's supposed to end, right? That the witnesses for the Lord are overcome and killed. But then it says that after a little while, they are resurrected and they're called up uh, into heaven and, and in the end, um, they have they have the victory. I think we have to remember the context, right? John is speaking to the church at, uh, in the first century across the Roman Empire that has been heavily persecuted. Forty thousand, by some estimates, have been killed, been martyred for their faith. They are witnessing for Christ in the midst of heavy persecution, and it seems sometimes like they're even being overcome. And yet there's this promise that, no, the ultimate victory is, is, is in Jesus' hands. The ultimate victory is the Lord's. And it reminds us of something that Jesus said. He said, look, in this world, you're going to have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. When he says, I've overcome the world, it's the same word that he uses or that's used uh, back in Revelation 4 and 5. Revelation 4 says, behold, or 5 says, behold, the lamb or the lion of the tribe of Judah, he has conquered And that's that same word. Jesus has conquered by his blood, by his cross. Jesus has the victory. And he sealed that victory at the cross. And one day when he returns, he will consummate that victory. He'll finish what he started. Our job in the meantime is to prophesy, to witness, to proclaim that victory to the nations. To proclaim that victory, to stand firm and to witness for the Lord in the midst of persecution. And even unto death, to not count our lives as so precious that we wouldn't give them up for the sake of Jesus. And I I don't say that lightly. I know that's hard to think about. But I want us to take a moment to contemplate and just think through, Lord, uh, help me. (laughs) Give me the courage, right, to ask the Lord. Give me the courage to faithfully witness for you, even in the midst of pressure and persecution and the pushback that I get from the culture around me, knowing that Christ has the ultimate victory and knowing that I'm not promised a life of safety and security, but I am promised a life of ultimate, ultimate eternal victory in Jesus and because of Jesus. Let me pray for you and then I want to encourage you to take some time to pray for yourself. Father, uh, we love you. We thank you that you have won. 
uh, in and through Christ, your son, Jesus, by your blood, you conquered and you ransomed uh, for God people from every tribe, tongue, and nation. Lord, give us courage to witness faithfully, um, to be that prophetic voice in our culture that continues to proclaim the goodness of Jesus and to proclaim, to call people to repentance and to faith, even in the midst, even in the face of pushback um, and sometimes hostility and even outright persecution. Lord, we love you. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Take some time now to pray for yourself.